0: today's episode of Humanity Uploaded, we're going to hear from a king and members of a relief organization. Let me explain. The king and the relief organization are both from Ethiopia. Ethiopia is awesome, and I've been traveling around its Omo Valley region for the past two weeks. Ethiopia is the oldest independent country in Africa. Since the second century, tribal groups from all over the continent migrated here for various reasons, like to escape war with other tribes or to look for new vegetation but a tribal culture has been very much preserved in this valley for thousands of years. Really, this region is totally absent of all modern niceties, but filled with ritual, ceremony, and survival off the land. This culture has prevailed over colonization, the tough conditions of extreme heat, and economic hardship, and the king is responsible for carrying the culture forward but we're at a point where technology and the environment press new challenges upon society and the relief organization is responsible for helping tribal groups take advantage of modern survival tools it's an interesting tension and as we think about the looming changes pressed upon our society it's worth being conscious of the culture that will help move us forward in the right direction but before we get into it, let me introduce you to my guide in Ethiopia, Binyam, and my travel co-host for the trip, Jason. As we began down the path to meet the king, we tried to hit up a local museum in town outside the valley.
1: We cannot go to the museum because instead, of they have a meeting. So government, they have a meeting. What so, is the
2: government meeting about?
1: Because of the tribal, they have in a year like three times meeting to solve the problem. The elders, the chiefs, they can fix everything. Because all the tribe they have different chiefs, the clans, they yeah. can meet and they can solve the problem.
0: Okay, so that didn't work out. But while the elders were meeting in the town to solve problems, we decided to go deeper into the countryside. We drove down dirt roads and we saw some tribal members scattered in the fields holding guns. Apparently, they were taking problem-solving into their own hands.
1: But why do they fight? Because of the Mursi uh, people that produce the liquor. Have you seen? Yeah. The installation? Yeah. The Mursi people, they like to drink this. So they come through to the village to kill the person and to take this uh, so maker. So the
2: Mursi people what? steal the liquor?
1: No, they don't know how to do. The Mursi people, they don't know how to do. They only know how to make grinding the meal and right. forage and stuff and keeping the cattle. I see. That's funny, but they don't know how to do to the system, how to do they don't know, normally. And even the Ari people, they know which one, very more Does stronger. Ah, most people, they like strong alcohol. No beer, if you give them beer stuff, they don't like it. They want only this. And this one is in the afternoon, if you drink more, it's changing your brain. You yeah. become more aggressive. That's the uh... way. That's why even to stealing the cows, yeah. the second issue, when they was fighting. Now, now, like for me, 50-50 still, sometimes they have a problem. Every village, the Ari people, they're carrying a gun. The Mursi people also, the woman and men mm-hmm. they're wearing a gun. The woman also. They are wow. all warriors. Wow. So Mursi men, Over the warriors.
2: Over liquor?
1: Yeah. The so Mursi also they're carrying a gun, Kalashnikov. Even yeah, one thing, AK-47, the Kalashnikov yeah. they don't buy with money. What do they, they go buy? down to the south on the border area, they exchange. Ah. They give a cow, take a gun and bullet from the border. No wow. money. Wow. Exchanging. Can we go buy a Kalashnikov tomorrow? We see a lot of Kalashnikov. I wanna buy cow. one.
0: No, no, no. Why not? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Well, we can understand why the tribes fight over liquor, but there's a little bit more to the goat and cow stealing problem. Why?
1: Like uh, the people of all the tribe, over 16 in a group, the most important thing is the cow. If you don't have cow, you don't have any more life. So to continue.
2: Why, Why is cow so important?
1: Because when you engage, you have to respect the woman family to take her to allow to live with you, is a family. You have to give more than 20, up to 23, cows, Also, 22 goats, to respect the woman's family. This is the way of engaging them.
0: The deeper we drove into Omo Valley, the more we lost signs of paved roads. Kids ran out of tall grass fields, naked, chasing our car. They knew how to speak a word or two of English.
2: Say your name. I'm Rachel. What's your name? Deborah. What's your name?
0: It was getting pretty late so we decided to camp out with the Hammer tribe and make our way to meet the king the next morning. By this time we were pretty far away from our starting point and most people in the tribe never made it to the town we came from. Their only mode of transportation is their feet and that only gets them as far as a two day walk to the market or a haul up to the river to get some water. Most people didn't speak English around these parts, but we enjoyed some beer and ceremonies together before we fell asleep to the foreign tongue of a few angry tribal members. Apparently, the tribal members were upset that the kids were patronizing with us instead of doing work on the fields, but the elders would resolve that with them later that day. As we continued on our journey, we passed swarms of crop-killing locusts before we made it to see the king, or the kala as they called him. He reigns over 400,000 people in the Omo Valley region, and as we started our conversation, he began to share his responsibilities in this position of power.
3: I'm called uh, Kala Gazahani Woldedawit, well, the, the 20th Kala, king uh, from Konso. I administer my people in a traditional kingdom, which is uh, uh, indigenous and uh, identity-based, and which is hereditary. comes from father to son, and uh, it's always the first son who takes over. So I'm leading the community of Konso by tradition on uh, Peace, uh, sustainable peace, uh, good to each other, and environmentally have good environment, good relation with environment, by uh, traditional rituals as a priest.
0: The king's people perform several rituals to keep their land thriving. And in a place where you eat what you grow, these rituals can be the difference between life and death. So this brings us back to the locust problem. The news reports a plague of locusts across East Africa. And on our way through Omo Valley, we saw millions of locusts ourselves. They kill crops and are endangering the survival of the many tribes who have withstood almost any other hardship imaginable for thousands of years but the fields we approached in the king's land remained untouched. He calls these locusts grasshoppers as he discussed the rituals his people performed to avoid the plague.
3: There is a purification taking place. There are holy people. Uh, there is a council of uh, administration, the council of rituals or the traditional religious. So if like, for example, if uh, no rain, uh, there are rituals to do. Purifications, either by animal sacrifices as well as by holy water and holy plants, mm. uh, mixing uh, together uh, and uh, sprinkling on the area. By sacrifice of the animal, taking the feces of a sheep or of the cow, as well as of the goat, a female, uh, which is very old one, uh, slaughtered and taking the feces and mix with water. The holy water is a water fetched early in the morning, before birds singing, and then mix it with salt. The feces is a symbolic, like it's a holy, because animals eat holy plants and medicinal plants. So it is believed that it can clean all the bad things. Like for example, by accident, somebody uh, dead by car or somebody let uh, beat somebody and the blood come out. The people, of course, believe that the blood of human is more than a fire. If not cleaned by the holy water, after a while, rain never comes to the area. Mm-hmm. For that matter, we clean. And uh, to have a good harvest as well. And if uh, there is a birds occurrence, there is a traditional places to pray. Like for example, the grasshopper, when coming, yes, we let the people pray from corner to corner. So it pass around. It never mm-hmm. touched us. It didn't come here. So uh, there is that, such kind of a belief Take away, harm things, go far away. Uh, there is such kind of uh, things uh, taking place inside.
2: Why do you think uh, y- your rituals work and maybe some of the other, you know, maybe tribes around don't work?
3: They do have, uh, but it's a matter of uh, continuation or continuously using and mm-hmm. functioning. But every nation and nationality have a traditional belief system and quite related, it's quite similar as mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, a matter of using it but particularly at the present time uh, intellectuality, uh, modern religious like Christianity, Protestantism, after it come uh, that traditional system is fading away since most of the people are moving towards the new religious it is because of that but every place have uh, its own system of uh, traditional indigenous religions.
0: So if consistency of tried and tested rituals is what the king believes kept the locust off his land, the question then becomes, how does the consul tribe keep consistency? Well, it's through a very deliberate transition of responsibility between generations.
4: Yesterday, we were at a uh, bull jumping ceremony for the Hammer tribe. Does the consul tribe have anything similar for when a boy becomes a man?
3: Uh, we have, uh, in early times, a ceremony of uh, taking up a uh, stone.
2: Picking mm-hmm. up like a heavy a stone? Heavy stone
3: so, to measure the strength. Somebody is good enough, if he, he wants to be a warrior, if a good, brave per- person to be a warrior or to be get married. You have to pick up the stone and throw it back. So he starts by small one, step by step, without... At any day when you come, you always you have to start using the small mm. one. You exercise and then you take pick the heavy one. And every 18 years there is an erection of the generation tree. There is an age grading system. So one generation takes the responsibility of the village for 18 years to look after the social and economical and security condition of the village. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sub villages takes place after uh, every nine years. And they might do it once altogether after 27 years. So next coming Wednesday, there is a ceremony of erection of a tree at the village called Mechelo. On Wednesday, they will come and they will take the gener- generation tree, three poles from here. And a week after, as well as two weeks after, they, they have a f- festivity uh, to after that the new generation take over again those who are the father's age grade pass to the grandfathers and those who have the generational responsibility come to the father group so those grandfathers make a fire who who are taking the grandfather status taking making a fire and they slaughter an ox they uh, take the fresh meat and say so to the fire those who are becoming a father take from a fire by their mouth from a fire
2: wow. Wow. the roasted
3: meat so this is to, to show the braveness whatever it comes it comes the father is responsible for any serious condition that's a message and the generational tree erection have a message of the sacrifice they uproot the green the living tree they re-erect it that tree dries So it means that I will die for my people. I sacrifice myself like this tree. That's the message.
0: Keeping consistent rituals and constantly training the next generation to assume ownership over the community aren't the only things that the council people focus on. They also have deep spiritual connections to those that lived before them. They listen to their dreams and they find signals from ancestors who they believe warn them of harm. And when it comes to the king passing as a leader, a transition process will occur for him to continue his reign through mummification.
3: burial of the royal families in Kwanso, mm-hmm. when the king dies, uh, there is mummification. There is a preservation drying uh, the corpus of the dead king. And this is like, uh, yes. Uh, and uh, it get mummified without announcing that the king is dead. It's kept for nine years and nine months. Uh, anyhow, the drying system takes uh, minimum two months, maximum three months, and people can come and visit after two or three months the mummy, and it says that he is serious sick, suffering from common cold. It's not announced that he is dead. But normally the soul is gone out. It's a dead body. The mummifiers uh, who take care of uh, for the mummy, uh, if there is a need of making benediction makes a a benediction on behalf of the king, putting uh, hands on the shoulder of the king, standing at the back of of the king's corpus, and make benedictions. But lastly, after nine years and nine months, there's an official announcement which takes place for 18 days. The first nine days is a mourning for digging a grave. On the ninth day, after nine hours, the burial ceremony takes place. Then after that, uh, after nine days, again, there is a seat for mourning for nine days. So uh, double nine days seat for mourning. Then the funeral will take place after two or three years. It depends according to the economical condition, like harvesting of good. Our economy is based upon the farm products. If we have a, uh, a good crop, then it uh, can uh, take place in a year or in two years. If, but no harvest, at least after three years the funeral uh, finishing takes place and the coronation takes place on the day of the period meaning that after nine years nine months nine days on the nice hour uh, uh, while people are taking the corpus for the burial, at the same time the coronation ceremony taking place here in the compound so for that uh, the family members children's women, old men and women stay for the coronation whereas those who are in the age greatest uh, group uh, they take the corpus for the burial.
2: But in those nine years and nine months, if there is an issue that mm. the, the king would need to resolve, how mm. is that resolved? There is
3: a council. So the council takes uh, the responsibility uh, of uh, solving uh, the uh, problems.
0: Okay, keeping traditions are also a matter of keeping peace. The government of Ethiopia is pushing for economic change through partnerships with Asian countries, and technological progression is looming, which can infringe on the land of the council people. There are also new diseases threatening the population, and traditional methods aren't providing a cure. Before we discuss how the king has established a balance between preserving the integrity of his region and taking advantage of some of the modern benefits society has to offer, we're going to talk to a relief organization. But first, let's take a break. Okay, we're back, and now we're at a different part of Omo Valley. The Termi Mechanesis Hostel, or Relief Center, is located on the other side of the King's Reign. I met with the director of the group, as well as a few employees in the facility to chat. There was one member that was specifically vocal, and we began our conversation with him discussing the various programs supported by the organization.
4: The hostel is getting uh, funds from abroad through the... Development and Social Service Commission of the Evangelical Church Mecani Jesus. The Ethiopian Evangelical Church Mecani Jesus. And feeding the children, uh, clothing, sanitation, health, educational materials, and also security. Yeah, Through this, uh, the hostel is securing the education of the children of Hammer, Herbore, and Kara. Yes, their border is about 75 kilometers from here, Kara 60, around 60 kilometers, and the others are from 30 or 20 kilometers, yeah, 100 people. They all, uh, some of them are coming here. only when their parents permit them to attend the schools.
2: Why wouldn't their parents permit them to attend yeah, school?
4: If, uh, if the children come, who is, who has who will look after their cattle? Yeah,
2: the
4: sheep. Okay. And even the, chil- the cattle are more worthy than uh, the children. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so why do some parents want their kids to go to school?
4: You know, I think more than 22 years, this hostel has been supporting the education of two children and some of the children have, uh, have scored big development and change in their lives and have been able to support their parents. For example, the educated children uh, acquaint their parents about medicines. And normally the people were dying anywhere because of different sicknesses. But the educated children uh, taught them that there is medication in the towns and they bring them here even at Addis and so oh, it's, The people started to say, ah, it's good to send our children to education.
0: The educational system in Omo Valley has struggled. Providing resources to the region is one thing. There's also a systematic problem with standardizing content and administering evaluations. But there's another problem: they can't recruit educators.
2: But there's a problem with teachers here, right? Exactly. What's the problem with teachers? Uh, You know,
4: the uh, as a result of the educational the change of education policy of. the country, uh, a teacher has to help all the students pass from the lower class to the upper. And if the students fail, yeah, it is measured as a lack of capacity from the side of the teacher. Then all the teachers were just giving them the pass mark for the children. Oh. And uh, those who got the pass mark reached tenth grade, and went to college. And in the college, the same thing happens, and everyone passes the exams, and gets a diploma and comes here as a teacher. Oh. Yeah, uneducated teachers.
2: So they're really not that that great because they just got in because they just passed.
4: Yes, and also they want. Or the other students also to pass without struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this
2: so it's like a yeah. systemic problem. Yeah,
4: and uh, uh, here in the town, the teacher uh, gives exams. But in the eighth grade, the region. And when the regional uh, exam comes, no one passes. Yeah, that's the problem.
2: And why don't better teachers come here?
4: Uh, because of the... Uh, Weather condition, the difficulty of the sun. Yeah, yeah it's difficult here. The communication is difficult. Marketing is difficult. Technology is difficult. Yeah, so no one wants to come here. Yeah.
0: But how does education in Omo Valley compare to other parts of Africa?
4: No, I don't think it's better in South Sudan. Okay. Because our border is with South Sudan. And as you know, the South Sudan uh, has been established as a government
1: mm-hmm.
4: very recently. And as soon as they got uh, uh, sovereignty as a country, mm-hmm. they started fighting in South Sudan.
2: What, what were they fighting about?
4: Yeah, power.
1: With power, oil, Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: Oh, so there is no stability in the country. Therefore, how can the teachers, a good teaching there? Yeah. But uh, in Kenya, Kenya has been established since many decades <laughs> ahead of us. And at least uh, the people are civilized.
1: Much better than
4: us. Yeah. And the civilization also, as you know, civilization comes from the Western. And when uh, there is a big, uh, a good link with the uh, Western countries, You can get support, uh, not only financial and material, also human. Yeah, yeah.
2: You think that's an in, that's interesting what you said that civilization comes from Western countries. What does civilization mean? I
4: I don't uh, yeah I, maybe I really, I have to correct but education. no 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 education. I'm not saying
2: it's wrong I'm not yeah, saying it's yeah, wrong I I, I'm just <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm saying it's, it's yeah, interesting that you said that because okay. yeah. you know I just never thought of it that way so I want yes, to hear yes, more what about yeah what I mean think.
4: is modern education mm. modern education okay yeah modern education come comes uh, came to Africa yeah from the Western for. I, I, I think it is only Ethiopia who has its own uh, alphabets yeah. and n- numbers, but the rest are using uh, yeah. Latin letters. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah you
4: know.
2: Why do you have... Why Why does Ethiopia have its own?
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I were not there. Different <laughs> own we yeah. Different. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Their own really? Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: Huh.
1: Additionally, there is not a mixed culture. Yeah. That's yeah. There's, culture. The, there's, there's not there's a mixed culture. No yeah. colonization. Closed culture. Right, because
2: yeah. of no col- yeah. colonization.
4: Yeah. And closed, you know, our, our societies are closed. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Not open for the outsiders.
2: I'm when... still very interested in why Ethiopia wasn't colonized. <sighs> I mean, what are other reasons? Like, every country fights. Every country that was colonized fought against it. So it's not just that your country fought against it. Everyone did. Why did your country win? Mm. I can't Uh, figure
1: that out. uh,
4: Maybe uh,
2: uh,
4: there must be a religious factor behind also. Okay. Yeah. Around the 7th century, or 4th century, 4th century, the Christianity came to Ethiopia from the East. And the, this uh, expansion of Christianity gave unity to the nation. And when the Italians came, the kings, uh, at that time the kings and the, uh, the priests had, strong relations, and they, they, they thought this colony was not only on the nation but also on God, on the religion. So they they, they unified to fight against the penetration on the Ethiopian Orthodox Church. So King Menelik said, if you don't cooperate to fight these Italians, I will punish you in the name of Saint Mary. Marianin, are you Yeah. Then everybody said, "Yeah, I will fight." And they, yeah. And there is a tabernacle uh, also in the Orthodox Church. Oh, what? Tabernacles, Tablets. tablets.
2: Oh, oh, tablets, yeah, yeah okay. tablets.
4: And they carried the tablets of St. George yes, and right. went to the battle. Yeah. Wow. The priests were singing, yeah. and they making, made...
2: yeah. Okay, okay that that makes God, sense. God. So, now let me ask this <laughs> again. Yeah. If somebody else wanted to come and colonize different countries in Africa again, would Ethiopia win another colonization effort? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No? no. no. Why?
1: You
4: know, <laughs> this is the era of emphasization upon differences you know everybody wants to be independent and powerful and something like that and in uh, in ethiopia there are more than 85 multi here then each group wants his own independence and power he wants to try his own interests
2: why do you think people want power now
1: Know. Uh,
4: consciousness of uh, self mm-hmm. yeah for instance uh, in the uh, uh, in the time of the emperor communist regime everybody was thinking that ethiopia is one nation but the students movement started that uh, each multi-nation has its own rights, it has cultures, language, and something like that, like that, like that. And this development came to nations and nationalities, government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody said that, okay, it is okay to be a small group and to be Ethiopian. Yeah. But yeah, that some, uh, maybe ethnic politicians, Mm-hmm. It started that uh, their language and their cultures have been pressed by the governments in the past, so now we are free mm. to exercise our language and our culture. Because our of the that, yeah. and actually there was a pain in some places. For instance, in the imperial time, when you, if you want to let your child to school, he has to change his name. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. To the Habisha uh, name and the ethnic activists used this chance yeah to say you were forced to get this name even yeah. And uh, up in Oromia region, uh, some activists started to teach that Christianity has been pressed upon you. you have your own uh, culture and religion, a way to God and something like that. This uh, developed interest uh, on separation, mm-hmm. independence,
2: yeah. So now they're more
4: separate. Yeah, difficult, you know. Yeah. A kind of complex.
0: Although Ethiopia has unified to escape colonization in the past, the group at the relief organization feels like it's going through a new wave of colonization. And that colonization goes by the name of technology. Yeah,
4: zero technology and something <laughs> technology. like that. Yeah, technology is really come. Economy, technology, you know. Uh, the government, in the in the in the dark regime, uh, we were communists. Yeah, and the communists taught the people to, to to stand against the imperialists and the capitalists. You know. Therefore, the technologies, and everything was blocked you can block your borders but you cannot block human mentality and mind. And the, 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 the inside uh, personality was thirsty for development and when democracy came, yeah, everybody, say like that. <laughs> they wanted technology.
2: Yeah, and
4: suddenly the technology took a chance to colonize our mind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <That's true>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and as you know <laughs> every person in this in this tribal religion uh, region has his own uh, mobile phones. Yeah,
2: yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the most amazing thing I saw. <laughs> the communist said, "Yeah, it is a work
4: that made man into human." But nowadays, uh, uh, inside. People's mind, it is mobile that makes a man. Yeah. <laughs> if mobile. you don't, if you don't have mobile phones, you are not human being. <laughs>
0: wow. Yeah, yeah. So, is the technological colonization a good or a bad thing?
4: No, it has its own positive and negative impact. Like what? Yeah. For example. Uh, 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 you want to be a man
2: you're a man hold on, you have your own phone
4: (laughs) you know for example, he has been here for 22 years as a director for a teeny, a teeny agenda he has to drive 300 kilometers (laughs) yes to say a single word or if a single paragraph, he had to drive to Arbamid. And to drive to Arbamid, he has to wait for a week or two weeks. And he he used to go with trucks, yeah, trucks, which are coming to, for bringing the support uh, crops here, wheat and something like that. Yeah, they have to wait for that and go. Uh, to send reports, he must go to Addis, related with the mobile and internet and something. We wrote the annual report of this uh, project on Tuesday, and we went to Lodge to find for Wi-Fi, yep. and sent it to Addis and to Germany, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's positive impact. Yeah. But the other thing is that if the, the positive is if we are using it with a good intention. Otherwise, uh, some people are using it just to falsify their addresses and something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you call someone, where are you? He will say, "I am in Jinka," while he is in Addis. <laughs> yeah, "I am coming soon," <laughs> like that, like that. Yeah, yeah, it will. Oh. Even the VIP people and also the uh, Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, which is just. Uh, okay. you know,
2: is Facebook it, good or bad? Yeah,
4: uh, it depends upon our use. Yeah. And now, as you know, there is many conflict in our country because of the no. false news, oh. fake news.
2: What is the, what is the fake news? No, I, I don't know about this. No,
4: the Some political, political yeah. in the Facebook. The yeah. Tagging,
1: oh, yeah. tugging yeah. tension. Yeah, yeah. The activists, activists the
4: activists say just people are coming to burn your, your, your village and yeah. something like that. Be ready. And, uh, what,
2: what activists are saying this? Ah,
4: yeah very bad activists. And the people say, wow, oh, we can buy guns and something. And also the activities give point to the to those contraband people who are selling guns. Oh.
1: And the people go and they support money, yeah. guns, yeah. stuff because we have election now. Yeah. In this month. yeah.
4: And you know, actually, the fake news are not coming to, from the politicians or from the parties, but those who say we are fighting for our people, and so they, you cannot see their name on their address.
2: It's like rebel groups.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And just it says the voice the voice of Amara or the voice of Oromo. Or the voice of Walla. Something like that. Who is this person? Where is his office? You don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they say we are strong and we have done this 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 where? Yeah. 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 Spirit. Yeah. yeah, like a spirit. Yeah. yeah. And but you know they have followers. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost followers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, it's, uh, yeah, people are just being cheated with Facebook. <laughs> but for the positive mind, it has a good impact. Yeah. yeah it's a good result.
0: The question then becomes will technology push the people of Omo Valley forward? If
4: they if they still survive on this world
0: <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't they survive that's a good
2: one
4: <laughs> it, it seems the end of the world you know <laughs> yeah really you know yeah, everybody is confused uh, you know, this one. but you know still uh, for instance uh, uh, Mr. Klasinkov Yeah, fabricated a gun.
2: The Kalashnikov gun.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I heard on the news that uh, he regretted because of this technology. Of if we are not uh, educated well or trained well, I don't mean just uh, formal education, but if you don't have, if you have good mind, you, you you can use even a bad thing Mm -hmm. to the best, Mm -hmm. yeah. I I think when the evil things are growing faster, Mm -hmm. they will reach to their climax and the end will come for it. Mm -hmm. And then people will start to say, ah, from where shall we get good things? And then they will start to stand again, yeah. So, ups and downs for you to continue.
0: Yeah. yeah. What we can learn from these conversations is that when there is a strong culture and unity, it builds an army, and that army can be used to make the best of technology and science. But there are many cultures in Omo Valley. So, let's go back to the king of the Council people and see how he handles maintaining the culture while dealing with looming changes in this world. I asked him if there was ever a tension between economic and technological pushes that the Ethiopian government was making and his efforts to preserve the integrity of the land and his people. There was ever a tension between the economic and technological pushes that the Ethiopian government was making and his efforts to persevere?
3: Yeah, in times, yes, particularly the new road construction uh, because of. Uh, no consultation, uh, no asking the people. Uh, they, s- they implement the road uh, through Arbam to Jinka, the highway. Uh, while they are doing that, uh, it led us to lose uh, the very important ritual site. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, at that time it was tension. They didn't hear us. Uh, it is uh, since uh, 15 years ago. So it has been a very difficult situation. But after a while, uh, now there is a good uh, uh, communication, uh, respect for the tradition, uh, like uh, ritual sites. Uh, while, for example, they are taking the uh, electric line, uh, Ethiopia line, and uh, the internal electricity installation. And uh, the 3G 3G uh, network tower, when they are directing, uh, they consult with us. And since the land is also registered as a World Heritage, uh, uh, this kind of modern things has to be uh, new buildings away from the uh, heritage sites. So at that time, there is a, a good consultation and asking and there is good respect. Uh, but uh, the government in earlier times is doing by themselves, and uh, there has been a, a problematic condition. But at the present time, particularly the present prime minister uh, wants to uh, manage or administer the community of any nation and nationality by their own customs, to solve how they solve uh, their problems uh, by indigenous knowledge. Uh, they are more focusing on such things. Uh, they are taking the religious leaders, the traditional leaders, elders of the community. So the people are using their system. So it's good for the present time.
0: So what kind of culture should we build in our society to push us forward? And what can we learn from the Ethiopian tribes? Well, I guess we knew it all along. It's a culture of unity, respect of differences, and communication.